Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. The driver's seat. Good start from Stephen Johnson, a really good one. Johnson leads the race. Daniel Ricciardo gives Renault their first podium. Cam Waters is our 2020 pole sitter at Bathurst. The driver's seat. Oh, in defence, that's massive. That's massive. Yes! 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 The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Welcome to another edition of The Driver's Seat. My name is Nims Azor, joined as always by Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Uh, Motorsports taking a bit of a back seat at the moment because it is all about Tokyo 2020 in 2021. But uh, yeah, the Olympics uh, going on at the moment. And boys, have you been uh, watching any of them? Because it's uh, a little bit weird. Mate, it's got a weird vibe, hasn't it? Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm proud of all the Aussies, of course. And yeah, they're good doing on a them. fabulous job. And mm. all the officials have been putting themselves in COVID territory over there to get the sport for us. But it's weird with no crowds. It's just, uh, yeah, it shows you. I think one thing we've learned, Nims, and we're going to talk about it in our Bendix Big Breaks moment here mm-hmm. um, about Bathurst and delays and all that sort of stuff. Because I think one thing we've learned, lads, over this last 12 to 18 months of the COVID period of history is how crucial crowds are in sporting events oh, to 100%. set the scene, excitement, vibe, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd be, I'd be, I reckon I'd be a bit dirty if I was an Olympian that I, you know, won a gold or wasn't you know, or next week when they do the the athletics and, you know, you win the 100-meter sprint and, um, you know, there's two trainers in the audience. Yeah, and mum and dad can't even be there too. And, but, the, uh, and the bloke, mm. and the bloke, you know, spray painting the chairs nice and clean. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's weird. I'm Good on them. Good on them. Proud of them. But I, I'm, I think we'll be glad when we um, get through COVID and in the next uh, Olympics to have a crowd will be Brisbane 3032. Wow. <laughs> That's big. <laughs> now, at the current rate, it'll be 2032 before we have a crowd at an event. If the vaccine rollout goes that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We should we should be 35% by then. I um, but, Matt, you did, you did touch on this briefly, so let's get straight into it. Time for our Bendix Breaks Big Moment. Now on the driver's seat, another Bendix Breaks Big Moment. Put your foot down with confidence. Bendix Breaks. Yeah, now you touched on it briefly uh, about Bathurst and possibly having to move because now we're recording this on the Wednesday night. We're normally live on the Wednesday night, as you know, uh, but obviously because the Olympics, we're not. And it's fresh. Our friends in Sydney, they're unfortunately going into lockdown again for another four weeks. They've already been in four weeks lockdown. Unfortunately, um, Bathurst happens to be in New South Wales and... uh, the problem seems to be getting closer and closer because we're in, we're headed towards the end of July, August, September, October. October is our grand final, as Scafey loves to say. So uh, yep. it's not looking good, is it? Oh. oh, no, of course it's not looking good. Everything, I think whenever we're having these conversations, it's in the context of things not looking good because if it was looking good, we wouldn't be having the, con- the conversations. Correct. But yeah. when we start, we, when you extrapolate out Nimsy you know, the the potentials of what could happen in the future if New South Wales don't get this under control. Um, it puts Bathurst right in the firing line. You know, not only that, but Richie Stanaway and, and Greg Murphy, of yeah. course, they probably wouldn't come across because of the, the close bubble yeah. to, to New Zealand. So that puts that. So 
there is a lot at stake here and there's a lot at play. I mean, we've all seen, we all remember last year when there was no crowd. Stevie J, it was, again, it was just, it wasn't the same vibe, the same excitement. Campers, generations of people have been up there. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot of excitement around the wildcards this year, including Stanaway and Murphy. And so I think, and Peter Adderton, our guest from last week, who, by the way, garnered an incredible amount of feedback for mm. his interview. So thank you for him to him for coming on. But even uh, shared, his, uh, even posted up on his socials there. So thank you for did. that, Pete. We appreciate he, that. He did. Um, but the reality is, as usual with Pete, he's got a great opinion, Stevie J, and he's come straight out and said, that's it. Send it. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta reschedule it because it cannot be. I think his words were "ghost town," yeah. and I actually mm. think he's right. There's no reason it needs to be in October. No, there's no reason except for history that we 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 have to have it in October. Um, the reality is that the Bathurst City Council has to have. Uh, sorry, the the Bathurst City Council has got limited amount of dates. Um, they work with the farmers. I'm sure we can work it out. Um, Supercars has to have three events in New South Wales. Mm-hmm. Um, They've ticked up that, one. They've ticked off one. This one will do another one, hopefully. I don't know where they do the next one. Maybe it. Maybe it. We reschedule a Sydney Super Night somewhere along the way. But yeah, I, look, I, I'm happy for it, Stevie J. I'm happy for it to be delayed if we need it. If, we, if it means we're going to get a crowd. Yeah, hundred percent. And it we showed, or they showed last year, even though the, that it was uh, very limited with crowd, that they can run it, and, and you can run pretty much any sporting event with no crowd, let's be fair. Oh, of course you can. The Olympics. You know, the Olympics. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. It's actually pretty bizarre watching the Olympics at the moment because you're still seeing everything, Tokyo 2020 on the sidelines. Yes. You know, but it's yes. actually 2021. They didn't go to a reprint there. No. Way which... to save some cash there, folks. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, I think you're right. It, it does need to be delayed if it means that we're going to get a crowd in the – later months, whether it be November, even early December, being the grand final again. You know, I'd love it to be the grand final. It's always been the grand final. But, um, well, in my eyes, it's always been the grand final. And it used to be the grand final years mm. back. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, obviously different. Different times. Yeah, different times. Takes, but it's, it's, yeah. it's more so the, the commercial side of things, Matty, and the, and the agreements that, that supercars do with certain you know, whether it be governments or whatever. And, and mm. that's why Bathurst didn't end up becoming the last event. Um, so uh, for years and years, it was mm. it was Homebush. Sydney. You know, mm. Sydney. And uh, and it needed to be. So if it needs to be pushed out to guarantee us a full capacity crowd there and actually, you know, yeah. have a proper Bathurst, yep. 100%, I'm all for it. But Nimsy and Steve, the bigger question I've got at the moment is probably about what's happening in, within the next month. You know, we've got yeah. Queensland Raceway slated to happen Big uh, at the mark. end of August, big yep. question mark over that. Even though Queensland's doing all right and Melbourne's doing all right, it's the Sydney. The, the, there's a, you there's a think, big New South Wales shaped uh, state in between. There's a big <laughs> New South Wales shape in between. But just remember, Nimsy, that, that Team Sydney, whilst Team Sydney in name, has not gone back to Sydney during this pandemic. They've gone back to Techno Autosports uh, base here on the Gold Coast, so yep. they're safe. The only question at the moment really is BJR. Now, they're on the border bubble with New South Wales and Victoria. We may be able to get them through. So Queensland Raceway, if you can go around it, um, may actually Well, I don't think you need happen. to go around it. I think you can actually transport through it. You can't. Yeah, you can get transport deals through it. you so, don't get out and go to Luna Park and you don't go to Wet and Wild and you don't go to Westfield Shopping Centre and Macca's at Parramatta and wherever yeah. else. You don't go down to Bondi for a cafe latte I'd be, I'd be and Macca's. a tattoo. Not, 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 uh, not able to go to Macca's at yeah, you'd be Parramatta. You'd be balls right up. Yep. So um, Queensland Raceway may happen. Um, 
And then the bigger question from there, Nimsy, is Perth. You know, are we going to get – because Perth think... is Perth oh. is lockdown central. Oh, in the it's sense the Iron Curtain. They're not letting the anyone moment, in. The moment you get two or three cases, no matter how, where, what, and why, and when, yep. boom, the wall goes up and you won't get across. So I'd be well, – The wall's really, already up. <laughs> I'd be really disappointed if we can't get to Perth. I, the Western Same. Australia crowd Same. are brilliant people. Barbagallo is a brilliant track. The night race over there is such a spectacle. Um, I think for the sport, we but, need to get over but there. But they're ruthless. We'll, they're, the government there's absolutely. ruthless. Absolutely. Yeah, Chop it, off half of Australia and say, we're yep. safe. See you later, mate. Yep. So, I mean, I, I get it. One thing that we may see, though, Nimsy, is Phillip Island. Uh, they may take the spot of MotoGP. The oh, slated, MotoGP. Yeah, the MotoGP in October. So that's that was slated for 23rd, 24th of October. Uh, so we may get the Mac because, of course, they weren't on the, the calendar this year. And I don't think they were last year either. No, no, um, not since 2019. And we like it. So, you know, um, if I'm hoping that if that does happen, Nimsy, it gives the opportunity for crowds and, mm. and corporates and all that to, to get down there because uh, we need as much racing because I think, and, I, and it's in my notes here, I've just got to quickly look across it, that supercars, they actually have to run, what is it, another five or six events. They've got to oh, run five yeah. more events to meet its 12-event requirement. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of events in five months. Yeah. So, so let, let, let's ta- let's table it because there, now there was rumours. Uh, now there's no official word at the time of recording this on a Wednesday night that Puka Koei is going to go ahead. Um, you'd you'd probably put a how big question mark on that one too, would you? But how can it? Money in the bank. You've got Winton. Uh, you've got, um, like you said, Philip Island. Philip Island. QR, you could do it if they'd find a way. Yes. I mean, we, we yes. saw like, there's three. Bathurst is four. Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. Gold Coast. Gold Coast, yeah. And there's, there's your five. Yeah. There's and your five. And if, if we, we have can get it, it. And if we can get across to Perth. And if we can get across to Perth, which is highly debatable mm. um, given the, the out-of-control nature of the of the virus in uh, in New South Wales. But, you know, again, Nimsy, it's not just supercars. We talk about supercars, obviously. But, you know, um, ARG, been, we got binned from Morgan we Park. got binned from Morgan Park in June. That got binned out to August. That's been totally cancelled. And, Stevie J, we've just been rescheduled yep. to Taylor Men yep. in October. So that'll be pretty good. Which is very cool. You know, I'm very happy about that. Like, it's, you know, I'm gutted to lose a Queensland round. Of course. I love having, I love having a round in, in, in my home state. Sure. Um, we know our boy Tommy from Toowoomba was very yeah. keen to get down to Morgan Park and say Tommy! good <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but, Get a photo. But I've always said I'd love to go to Taylor Bend in these cars. And, you know, we saw Bob Middleton last year run the Camaro, the white line Camaro down mm. there in mm. the tin tops. Tin tops, yep. And it was very, very cool. He loved it. He thought it was awesome. So, you know, I think that um, I actually haven't done it. I've, I've done a lot of laps around Taylor Bend, but with driver training and everything else. I haven't actually raced there. So I love it. Yeah, I think it's, it's so good. Cool. I've been I've been lucky enough to do it twice in the Trans Am car and um once in Tin Tops and then once a year before uh racing with TA2 and mm-hmm. it's mega. It's just mega. So we should in fact, dare I say it, the business side of me, we should have been there to start with. We should never have been at Morgan Park. I get why, but we should I, we should have always been at Taylor Bend. These cars, you know, in TCR all that sort of stuff really lend themselves to a big track like that. So the TCM car, Trans Am car is great. TCR, really, you could do Morgan Park. That'd be quite neat. But Morgan Park's a state track, I think, in my opinion, Stevie J. I don't think it's a national circuit. When you've got 30 cars. Well, you've actually I, – I mean, I can only 
I've never done a race at Morgan Park. I've only I've driven a supercar around there. I, I did one of the first tests in a in the car of the future car around uh, mm-hmm. around Morgan Park, mm-hmm. and obviously my young fellow Jets raced there in a, in a uh, Excel uh, in an Excel and mm-hmm. and all, all and also a production car as well. So I've you know I've not driven a big car around there like the TCM car. You've raced there in the Trans Am, mm. Trans Am or TA two? Oh, well, it was TA two at that TA2? stage. Yep, yep, yep. What was that like? Was it? Oh, it's hard, mate, because there's, it's it's super, as you know, it's not wide. It's yep. super narrow. And then so when you go and put 30 of them in the same spot at the same time. And those cars are the probably the widest yeah. race cars in the country. They're, yeah. they're just over two metres wide. Yeah, and, the, and the, the safety of the circuit is great for state level, but, you know, they're earth embankments with tyres embedded into them. So if you, if you do make the fence... You know, you're picking your teeth out of the steering wheel. It's a big hit. You it's know, a that, really big hit. You know, that's what I broke my uh, collarbones, my my nose, and my leg into, which was an earthbank tire wall in New Zealand. In, in New Zealand, Trans-Am, in the Trans Am car. Yeah, good. That's a good omen, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, quite happy that we're not going to Morgan Park, but we are going to Taylor Ben Nimsey, and let's just hope because. Our next round, which Stevie and I have been super excited about, was meant to be Sandown in mid-September. Now, again, we face the same issue uh, as supercars do. If we don't get Sydney and New South Wales under control, they will bin September ARG round, which is mm-hmm. TCM, Trans Am, Porsche, TCR. Um, and, again, that's a big home event for me and for us at the driver's and that's, seat. And that's you know? even harder. It's a, and a very cool round too. Sorry to interrupt, Steve, because yep. I remember seeing th- those TCR cars around there was mega. fantastic. Yeah, mega. And so, it was a full-on, it was a full-on fantastic show. So, but yeah. what I was yeah. going to say is the ARG, I think, have got it tougher because their categories, mm. they're not all professional drivers. No, we can't bubble. Right? Mm. We can't bubble no. like supercars no. can bubble. Totally. And like the you know, NRL bubble. can bubble yep. if you don't hang your towels yep. over the tower rail, <laughs> over, the, over the balcony and whatever else. But um, they can't – the AOG guys can't bubble. No. Everyone, even in TCR, they're not – it's not a full grid of professional drivers that that's all they do. God, no. They've got no. jobs to go to, no. you know, mm. and they literally, literally can't not go home. Simple as that, if that makes yeah. sense. So we'll have to wait and see, Nimsy. All we can do – Three us three monkeys standing behind microphones are not going to affect what happens with the calendar. We're certainly not going to affect what happens with <laughs> with uh, COVID in New South Wales. So we've just got to sit tight. You know, yeah. we've just got to sit tight. It's that which is not easy because Mrs. Mac wants to go away, and uh, she keeps asking me on dates that we can go away. And I came, sorry, babe, don't know, we might be racing that weekend. <laughs> so do me a favour, COVID, get yourself under control, give yourself an uppercut so we can book a holiday. A Thanks. lot of a lot of mites there. Uh, up. That was our Bendix breaks. A big moment, a hell of a big moment too. Uh, you can put your foot down with confidence. Bendix breaks, Australian technology for all weather. Confident braking. You're listening to the driver's seat. Don't go anywhere. Cameron Waters coming up next. <laughs> this is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Right now, let's get straight to our feature interview. What a great job. You said it before. They got lapped last time they were here. They got beaten by 37 seconds. And... This drive and this team have fought back. He said yesterday when he crossed the line, what a bounce back, boys, and they've done it again. Congratulations. Superb drive. Yeah, it was a tale of two Townsvilles, wouldn't you say, boys? Uh, And I'll tell you, when we first saw Townsville 1, Steve and Matty, 
Uh, we thought, okay, week, the next week, it's just going to be Red Bull Central, didn't we? Well, if you base it on the first of the Townsville 500s or the, or the Townsville 500, absolutely. And as I said publicly, I thought it was a bit of a snore fest. It was kind of boring. So when they decided they were going to go back to back, I thought, oh, okay, this will be interesting. But, and sprint races too. But finally, when it came back to sprint races, it, it were actually, that was the better racing. There is no doubt that the second of the Townsville rounds this year was much better racing, much oh, more exciting. Mate, you're not wrong. And uh, yes, an energy drink did dominate, but it wasn't Red Bull giving you wings. It was Monster Energy fueling you and getting into the front of the queue. And he joins us from Monster Energy Racing. Please welcome. He is our Ryko interview, our Ryko Filters <laughs> feature interview. Ask your mechanics for Ryko Filters, the professional choice. Please welcome back to the driver's seat, Cameron Waters. Hey, fellas, how are we going? <laughs> I think you got Nimsy nervous. Yeah, I think Nimsy might need to get on the end of a can of uh, Monster Energy. Perhaps, mate, we're really well. We're not in lockdown. You're not in lockdown as of tonight. It sounds like you've come out in lockdown light in Melbourne, so yeah. you've had a bit of a win. But it's been a uh, it's been a good month for you. You had a ripper second Townsville event, didn't you? Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a ripper month because the first one was pretty appalling. Well, actually, the second that's one true. was awesome. That's so, true. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was great to obviously bounce back week two and, you know, turn it around after being lapped week one. How do you do that? Like, that's that's a massive turnaround, mate. And even for me, being have, having been there and done it, it's, you know, you sometimes go into an event like 12 months later and go, oh, here mm. we go. I'm going back to such and such. <laughs> I was crap there last year. I just can't wait. Not. Um, but you had to do it the week after. Um, and... You turn the cars around to not only have speed in the race, but have speed in qualifying as well. I mean, that's that's a huge change from the week before. Yeah, I guess the good thing at Tickford, we've got some uh, very smart people in, the, obviously, the engineering front. So, um, you know, they put their heads together and, and I guess you can't just go back to the same track and expect a different outcome with the same setup. So, you know, we threw a, a massive amount of the cars and they worked pretty well in, in practice and you know we just tuned it from there um, and obviously Aussie slotted in for, for week two but you know a lot of that planning was, was done with um, you know myself and, and Potsy so um, yeah through a massive amount of the car and, and it paid off. Talk to me about the season so far Cam because I mean it's obviously been dominant by SVG there's no two ways about that but it just seems your side of the garage, it's struggled with consistency. Is that a fair thing to say? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I think, you know, we've had the one lap pace. We had a little bit of bad luck, which has really, you know, hurt us a bit in the points. And then, you know, there's been a couple of events where we just really struggle with tyre life. And, and yeah, I guess you put that down to consistency, but, you know, you can dive a little bit deeper into that and, and work out what it truly is. But, yeah, for us, our focus for, for Townsville 2 was obviously tyre life and, and mm. um, fix the things which our package has been lacking for, for a while now. And, mm. you know, we, we threw a lot at it and hopefully hopefully that, you know, continues to different tracks wherever they may be. And like in the, in the Rubik's Cube that is a race car, it's difficult to find the right combination. Do you feel that what you have found in Townsville, did, did something unlock? Did you just go, ah, that's that's where it is. That's what we need to do so that you can get those results going forward in the second half of the year. Um, look, or is it a mystery? Car was, the car, no, nah, it's not a mystery. The car was massively different, and we understood what mm -hmm. we're trying to achieve with it. But you yeah. kind of leave the event 
you know, with a, a car that's that different, everything that you usually use as tools are probably changed also. So we had a, a lot of questions after the weekend, you know, sure. to, to what the car may need or may not need. And I think that's a, that's a great, you know, problem to have when you, you know, win two races. You know, I think we still need a little bit of pace, but, um, you know, you've got a, a lot more improvement to come. So, uh, yeah, good and bad, I suppose. Hey, there's a there's a pretty big gap. Let's let's be honest. There's a pretty big gap between you guys and or between anybody and, <laughs> yeah. and Red, Red Bull and Pol cars. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, my question to you is: How much focus are you putting on the actual championship, or are you guys just going out there just to win as many races as you can, and um, whatever happens happens sort of towards the end? Because you know. You're not. It's. It feels like to me that no one else is racing for. You're sort of all racing for minor placings at the moment, and uh, because of the gap that Shane's got, I know one DNF on on his part can and really turn things around, especially in a big three hundred pointer. But absolutely, um, yeah. is that the way you're thinking that that possibly could happen, Cam? Or are you guys just literally going out there to drive the fastest car that you guys can produce and seeing if you can win as many races as you can this year? Oh uh, yeah, our focus is on on fixing the race car. You know, qualifying yep. up the front, and you know, if we have a fast race car, and, and try and put a bit of pressure back on obviously Shane and, and the T8 guys, that'd yep. be the, the go for us, I think. And um, you know, the championship, like you said, there's a big gap in it, but Bathurst is surrounded deployed, so I wouldn't, you know, discount that as a focus. But you know, number one focus right now is, is just getting the car as quick as we can make it, and you yep. know, try and win win races, and hopefully, no more DNFs or bad luck. Yeah, because we've seen that in the past when, you know, guys like yourself or, you know, when Scotty Mack was here, whoever it may be, when they do put pressure on the Red Bull guys, they do, they can falter. Absolutely. They can make mis- big mistakes and not not just not just a mistake that's uh, a fundamental car mistake. They can make big mistakes within their own organisation. So, um, you know, I think keeping that pressure on is key. They might feel comfortable at the moment, but I can tell you if if – Cam Waters starts coming out and, you know, he's, he's had four wins. Four wins this year? Three wins. Three wins. Three wins this year. If he starts winning now the next couple of races and gets on a bit of a roll, they're going to start to panic. So, you know, that's all. I guess that's all anyone can ask you to do, Cam, is obviously try and keep that, that pressure on. Sounds like a good plan. So easy. So yeah. easy. It's the Stevie J special. Just uh, yeah. thank him when, Just you're on, when you're spraying champagne. <laughs> Cam... As we said, SVG has been pretty dominant this year, and we know he's an aggressive racer, but one of the things I loved as a fan watching the sport was how you stood up to him on the second Townsville well, event. And how he learned. How you, how you learned and how you threw a couple of Shane Van Gisbergens right back at Shane Van Gisbergen. <laughs> that, how satisfying was that in the car when it actually happened? Because you can't tell me you didn't plan it. When you saw it, you did it, you executed it, and it came off beautifully. I guess it's awesome to be able to race Shane. Obviously, he races very hard and is probably one of the top guys with, you know, where he passes and how he attacks and, and he's pretty smart with that stuff. So to go, you know, hand in hand with, with him was uh, yeah, really, really cool. Um, and it's good to have someone, I guess, racing him and, and fighting him. I think some of the other guys just wave him through at times, which is a bit frustrating. But, yeah, we just, uh, yeah, cool to be up the front racing him. You know, he's probably the benchmark at the moment and, yeah, it's cool to beat him. Hey, hey, obviously there's been 
There's been a fair bit of media attention on you, Cam, even starting the year because of just how strong you guys were at the end of 2020. Um, you know, you were the car to beat at Bathurst last year. You were the car to beat towards the end of last year, let's be fair. And then, uh, you know, backing it up with, you know, pole again, starting in Bathurst. Yes, yeah, sure, it didn't go your way, but you were, you know, in my eyes, you were you were the one to beat. So, you know, how does, how does that added attention feel like? You know, and do you... Do you worry about that sort of stuff? Do you worry about your name popping up everywhere or are you just really not interested in doing a lot of that press stuff? I know it's a, it's something that you've got to do these days, but um, are you just would you just prefer to focus on your racing? Um, oh, look, it's part of the job and they ask you to do an interview or whatever, then you, you do it. There's no, no issues with that for sure. Especially but, yeah, with us. Especially with us. That's it. That's, yeah. you know, we're, we're key and then everyone else is second <laughs> fiddle. Oh, exactly right. I always say yes to you guys. So here, here I am. Um, yeah, I guess it's, it's all part of the job and you you do it. i got no issues with that side of it. I uh, quite enjoy it. But, you know, my focus is to go out and, and, and win races and, you know, that's what I'm I'm paid to do. So that's that's my focus. You know, we really finished last year strong and, and started this year strong. But I think, you know, there's probably a bit of track-specific stuff in that. And then it wasn't really until we got to a few different tracks is where we truly knew where we were at and um yeah i guess that's what we're trying to focus on i guess Townsville too it all kind of starting to um come to the surface i guess what we were lacking and i think you know the t8 guys probably found a little bit in the off season as well yeah uh, cam what are they talking to you about the next round um what's the communication been like through tickford and through supercars about the next round at queensland raceway are they they got you ready do you think you're going to get here i mean do we think it's going to happen when it's scheduled or do we think it's genuinely, do we think it's going to be delayed? Oh, look, I only focus on my next race and my next race will probably be in Darwin in a sprint car. So um, <laughs> I focus right now and yeah, I'll worry about supercars when it's the next one. How, how good is that? Good answer. answer. My, next, good. my next race is in a sprint car in Darwin. Well, good for you. <laughs> good for you. What have you, what have you been doing in coming. lockdown? Like, how have you been staying sane in Melbourne's fifth lockdown? You've been training, or what have, what have you been up to? Uh, look, yeah, not a great deal, obviously, but, <laughs> um, yeah, just running, and you've got a, a new puppy, so he's, he's pretty cool. He's chewing all my stuff and, and biting me, so that's been, uh, yeah, pretty interesting. But, um, yeah, no, it hasn't been too bad. Obviously, we are in Townsville for a bit of it, and it didn't go that much longer since we got back, so it wasn't too bad. What you you you're one of the original drivers, or you you've you've started your career with the Kellys, um, you know, winning that opportunity to to compete at the Bathurst One Thousand. Um, what was your reaction to their their ownership change and announcements during the week? Pleased, not surprised. Um, oh look, I was a little bit shocked. I thought you know Todd would have probably stayed in it a bit longer. Um, I hope he still does because I think he has a lot to offer in the category and, and you know, running a team. Um, I kind of thought Rick looked a little bit, I guess, over it. Well, not over just wanted a bit of a break, so I wasn't surprised when he probably retired. But, yeah, it's a shame because they're, you know, both really good guys and, you know, they gave me a shot. Uh, the first supercar I ever drove was one of their cars and, um, you know, they obviously gave me a shot at the Shannon Supercar Showdown back in the day. So, um, yeah, they're... I guess a cool family and, and um, you yeah, know, I guess I'll be missed in, in the sport, but for some reason I think Todd and Rick both won't be 
uh, get going too far. I think they'll still be around the paddock at the time. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they've got some, especially Todd's, they've they've still got the engineering side of yeah, that business. CNC machines. CNC machines yeah, exactly. So yeah. I, I presume that that will be a separate business that, yeah. that you know, obviously grow, I'd assume it's going to be called, you know, Grove Racing or Grove Motorsport, um, then utilises Todd's, Technical expertise. Yeah, they to, become to, a supplier. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, which would be yep. which would be very interesting. But it's very be very sad to not see him at the racetrack because I've been around for so long. But. Since two thousand and nine, Todd joined the championship in. Uh, sorry, Kelly Racing joined in 09, and Todd's been around since nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, when you were about two, <laughs> I reckon. So, <laughs> yeah. so it'll be weird not to have a Kelly around the racetrack. But um, I want to want to ask something before we go. I do want to ask about. Co-drivers for Bathurst. Is there any any inkling, Cam, on the horizon of when you're going to give us a scoop? Give us an exclusive, mate. Give us Come an on. exclusive. We're struggling. Before give us Fast Ellie gets it. Yeah. yeah. Mate, i got no idea. Oh, I oh God. <laughs> That's the worst <laughs> answer no I've heard way. in my life. Oh. Okay, any, any money, mo, and then, yeah, we'll pick one, eh? <laughs> They're all good. You've got a few good ones. Yeah. You've got a few good ones yeah. to choose from. Yeah, no, they're, and, all, and, they're all good. And it'll be but interesting like having friend, Tommy Randall. Next year I as well. Focus on my next on my next race. So yeah. oh, that's <laughs> that's right. Right. thinking about his co-drivers. <laughs> that's so good. He sounds like a uh, Kyle Bush yeah, interview yeah, yeah. that I I listened to only the other day yeah. with my young fella Jet when he didn't want to say anything. They yep. were asking him questions. He says. I'm looking forward to getting back in my Camry. I'm looking forward to New Hampshire. There you go. And then the next question. I'm looking forward to getting in my Camry. I'm looking forward to New Hampshire. Hey, mate, tell us, tell us about Tommy Randall, um, you know, coming in full-time next year. You reckon that's – what's that going to add to the Tickford squad? Yeah, Tom's going to do an awesome job. Obviously, he probably should have stepped up a few years ago, but, you know, didn't have probably the opportunity. And then, obviously, had his, his other battles, which he's had, which is obviously – Come out the other side and, yeah, you're raring to go. So um, it's going to be a great asset to, obviously, the Tickford Racing organisation. And, yeah, he'll fit in quite well, obviously. He's, he's pretty energetic and, and happy. So, um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be cool to be working with Tommy. Tell you what, you want to talk about ducking and weaving and fighting off SVG. Oh. You just fought off Stevie J with uh, <laughs> with some tremendous effort there, Cam. Well done, brother. Oh, mate. It's not that hard. Come on. <laughs> Stevie J, custard. No dramas. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the one that comes out with the big ones. It's usually Maddie. So. <laughs> well, you know, Cam, Cam's just coming out of lockdown, so I wanted to be nice and easy on him. I thought he might be a little angry, so I didn't want to ask him any hard questions. So, you know, it's we'll very, wait and see. Very Save that for next time. Very considerate of you, Matty. But, uh, hey, uh, Cam, it's been a pleasure, mate. Always uh, good to get you on board the driver's seat. And uh, you've had an absolute ripper season. Like Stevie said, three wins. But uh, three wins, seven podiums. And, mate, out of the – there's only three times that you finished outside of the top ten uh, this year. And uh, with the um, with the Kelly stepping back from supercars, you are now – the Sunraiser District's prime motorsport export. So, uh, the one and only. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, there's, there's a new uh, a new crown to put on you, mate. But, uh, mate, thanks for joining us in the driver's seat and go well in Darwin. Cool. Thanks, mate. Cameron Waters, our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters, the professional choice. Remember to ask a mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional choice. You're listening to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. 
This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Right now, let's do this. This is The Driver's Seat Race Rewind. Thanks to Gates Australia. Don't compromise. Choose Gates Premium Belts, Hose and Hydraulics. Now, there was some big news uh, that was just revealed in the week. Rather surprising, I thought, too, regarding the Kelly family. Uh, on Monday, it was actually confirmed that the Kellys have agreed to sell their remaining 50% stake of Kelly Grove Racing to the Grove Group at season's end. So I thought, let's wind the clock back to the 2011 ITV Hamilton uh, 400, I believe it was, where Kelly Racing got their first win. He's held on. He's right done job. it. Go all the way back to the first lap when Rick Kelly made that critical move at the start. That's where he took the advantage. And for the first time, Kelly Brothers Racing will salute the chequered flag. Well done. Great drive, Rick Kelly. As you can tell, Rick was stoked with that one. But uh, <laughs> Stevie, do you remember, you were uh, you had a bit to do in this one? You started on the first row. Yeah, was I? Was I pole or second? I can't remember. Uh, you P2. It was, it was you. Oh, that's such garbage you can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. That is such garbage you cannot remember. Oh, just, you know. Yeah, yeah, because of all the poles that you had? Yeah. <laughs> well, he did have another He did have another poll at Hamilton. <laughs> I did have a poll there, Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> that's I just so can't good. remember if it was that year or not. <laughs> I, must have been pretty good at, I must have been pretty good at Hamilton, seeing that I had a poll and then I started P2 in this one. So that's pretty good. There hmm. must have been like a... a How many yeah. poles did you have? Three? Four. I can't remember. Three or four, maybe, <laughs> if I'm lucky. <laughs> I think I, I believe the the statute says three. It was that one. Uh, was it Calder Park and yep. Calder Park and Canberra, if I believe. And Canberra, Man. yes. Went on to win Canberra. Canberra. Yeah. Canberra. The, the, Peter Harvey. Remember that? Peter Harvey. Peter Harvey. Canberra. Canberra. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the ITV Hamilton 400 back in 2011 was uh, Kelly Racing's first win. Uh, it was Rick Kelly's first victory since Oren Park in 2008. Yep. And it was also a 1-3 result for the Kellys with uh, Todd um, coming in P3, fighting off Mark Winterbottom. It was also that, that first turn, because Rick was behind you, Steve. It was a battle yep. of uh, Jim Beam versus Jack Daniels. And... Uh, uh, Jack Daniels just managed to edge out in front in that in that scenario. I just, I'm just looking at the results here, Nimsy, and I must have had a shocker because I don't feature in the results, and I started P2, <laughs> so it's so obviously not a good idea. Good, good day for the old. Yeah, the, the old Jim Beam car. No, no it, it, car? We'll, we'll make up for it. We'll look at uh, the 2009 Hamilton 400 uh, <laughs> for <laughs> yeah, next thanks. week. But, um, but look, it does, uh, it does raise the question, though. We've we got to uh, mention this because this ends a 23-year association with supercars that the Kellys have had, including 13 years of team ownership across uh, Holden, Nissan, and Ford. Uh, Ford, it's, uh, yeah. It's an interesting time, isn't it? Yeah. It's... Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised, though. No. I'm not surprised. When the Groves came in... Yeah, Rick's you timeline it right. Rick's uh, Todd's retired. Rick's retired. Um, they've gone through the manufacturer thing with Nissan. They've given a truckload to the sport. Grove Stephen Grove comes in, cashed up to the gills, buys half the team. Uh, when they first did it at the start of this year, I went. Mm, I think we all let's thought just that. See what happens here, and uh, clearly it's come to fruition. I mean, they're not lost to the sport. Todd's still got to have something to do. He's not a, he's not a retirement age. No. So going to hold the um, 
the uh, machine shop and he's the engine shop because that's what he does. He's a tinkerer. He's a fettler. He loves building stuff. You look at their man shed, it's full of stuff, boats and helicopters and RC cars. RC and cars. And like they just love to fettle RC stuff. RC boats. And, so, yeah. you know, I think it's actually a, I think it's a really smart move by the Kellys. Sell off the racing side of the business. Keep they what might you... not. Sorry, Manny. They might not want to. They might be scared about Gen Three as well. A hundred percent. This is the time to do it. You've got yep. somebody who's absolutely standing on a mountain of cash. Let them take the pain of Gen Three. Now they've retained the Mustangs. Yep, they've retained those as well. That's right. So you'd imagine they'll be leasing those back. There could to, be a Super to, Two team or uh, something mm, next year. That yeah, Nimsy. I thought that too, but um, uh, you know, the, I'm hearing. From more than one source, that there is no way that Gen 3 is going to be ready for the end of next year. More and more and more, I am hearing that it is going to be 2023, not 2022. So I think they've done a deal to lease the Mustangs to to, to the Grove team. Grove team, yep. They've retained the engine shop. They've retained uh, the machine shop. Machine shop, yeah. All that kind of stuff. They'll become a supplier to Grove Racing, which keeps Todd's hand in it. And keeps income through with the Mustangs. So, but the pain of Gen 3, as you rightly point out, Steve, is going to be born cost-wise and all that kind of stuff by yep. uh, That'll the be Groves, a Grove Motorsport problem. Who, are, yeah. uh, mate, I cannot tell you how much cash. Like, we know the sound effect of there's no cash here, here there's no cash. Not in the Grove household. Plenty. Tons. Heaps. And he obviously, he obviously rents a lot of Portaloos out. He does. <laughs> But but that's the that's the there is a lot of other businesses in the Grove Empire yes. than just that. So yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm I'm super happy for the Kellys. I think it's a natural transition for the business. I think they've they've banked a huge amount of wedge, and they've got someone with a whole bunch of new enthusiasm to come in and go here, boys. We'll go racing our way. And they've so. also got a very unique history too. I mean, three manufacturers, they've had mm. uh, wins with all of them, you know. Mm-hmm. They're, they're both Bathurst winners. Uh, Rick's a former champion as well. But uh, what does Grove Motorsport look like uh, next year? Because we know Davey Reynolds is going to be uh, there because he has signed a two-year deal when he joined Kelly Racing uh, mm-hmm. slash Kelly Grove Racing. Mm-hmm. Andre Heimgartner, does he stay? Does he go? Well, I think he stays because I don't think he's got anywhere to go. Well, this Personally. is true. You, you, you need somewhere to go. <laughs> you need somewhere to go, and you I, need somewhere. You're not gonna. You're not gonna leave a place where they highly rate you. Where they highly rate you to go mm. to another place that a may not have the resources, or especially the cash, or especially both. Uh, and b, you're not going to jump into a car that's equal or worse, unless you're getting. A massive amount of cash. Well, we know they're both happy where they are at the moment and they're making uh, some great progress. But uh, well done to the Kellys. They've both had some tremendous... They could ride off into the sunset uh, fantastically. They've given a lot back to the sport as well. Given a lot of drivers their first starts, like young Cam Waters that we just spoke to. Totally. Uh, yeah, yeah. A start in uh, Jesse Dixon. Mm. Yeah, Jesse Dixon had a crack. And the first time we'll not have a, a, a Kelly in the pit lane since 1999. Yeah, that is. That's crazy. a long time. That is crazy. That's a long time. Um, but uh, that was our race rewind. Protect your ride with complete system replacement with Gates belts and hoses. Visit gatesaustralia.com.au. We'll wrap up the driver's seat in just a moment. 
This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. Uh, and remember, if you want to be in touch with The Driver's Seat, get the podcast first as they happen. Uh, make sure you download the Driver's Seat app. It's available in the App Store, and you can always follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Driver's Seat Show, uh, the all-new Driver's Seat app. It's got podcasts, interviews, news, and videos. It's a must for all motorsport fans. Let's quickly talk about what happened at QR today because there was a ride day, and the thing that's been doing the rounds on the interwebs has been a TA2 car. Now, it's a Mercedes-AMG, right, uh, C63 T A two car. Body shape, yeah. The shape of it, but it's got a um a triple eight engine in it. It does. It does. Yeah, it's meant to meant to have the Gen three Chev engine in it. Mm. And uh it's got well being that those T O two cars, that's a T O two car, I think we were talking about it off air, Maddie, the Prince uh Jeffrey Ibrahim who's who's he owns the Mercedes GT3 car that that Triple Eight race with Shane Van Gisbergen. Yeah, uh, Brock Feeney raced it at um, Tail and Bend this year when Shane was uh, out of up. action. Yep. Um, thank you, Stevie J. Yeah, thanks to you. Yeah, yep. No worries. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, but also, uh, he he's raced a few races in a Toyota 86 car just to try to get some laps around. Yeah, Bathurst that I didn't know. That. Yeah, so he was at Bathurst this year. How is he? Is he a good driver? Um, yeah, he goes okay. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really it, matter whether he wins it or not. It doesn't, still doesn't getting paid. Matter. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, apparently he owns this TA2 car, and yes. it's a TA2 car from Asia. Uh, Asia. The Asian so, series, which is decidedly different to a TA2 car correct. in Australia. Well, Stevie Owen has been over there racing, and so has Mark Winterbottom, I believe. Yes, but, he has. Uh, and they thought it was very cool. They're different. They've got mm. – they. I'm not sure if they've got different engines over there, but they've got paddle shift. They've got six-speed mm. gearboxes with paddle shift in mm. them. So this car has got the Gen 3 engine in it that's tainted to, to be in the in the new car for next year or the new yep. Holden for next car. year, yep. supercar. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's also got the paddle shift system that they're wanting to use. And yep. I've heard on the grapevine that, doesn't matter what everybody thinks. It's probably going to go paddle shift. Yep, so I've heard that too. I wouldn't be surprised if it had that whole system in the car. Uh, it's got a KRE engine in it who are developing that engine. Mm. Uh, Prince Jeffrey drove quite a few of the laps, mm-hmm. but I believe Shane and Jamie, who Jamie were doing a ride too. day, mm-hmm. did, did a few laps. So um, obviously they're trying to get ahead of the game, um, but we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see. Maybe we should get Moztech, who do the DJR engines, maybe, we, and they're doing the Gen 3 Ford Coyote engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, 5.4 litre? Yeah, 5.4 litre. Um, I wonder if we can maybe get them to slip that into Jet's TA2 car. <laughs> uh, wow. And do some testing with that. Wow. Yeah, I tell you what, Nimsy and Steve, it's it's very smart what they've done. You know, straight away, and this is the difference between Red Bull and every other team. Here we are. What date are we today? The something of July. Yep. And 26th of July or whatever we are, or 27th, can't remember. Tail end of July. Um, tail, 28th of July is where yeah. we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've already got a car on the track doing engine testing. Smart. Now, yes, it's a TA2 car. What I love, what I genuinely love, like once again is our fans who've jumped onto Speed Cafe and or Fast Deli as we call it, Auto Action, all that kind of stuff, and pilloried Triple Eight for cheating 
getting an engine into a TA2 car and cheating and why shouldn't why can't the TA2 TA2 cars are going to be the new supercar look here it is and a third manufacturer in a Mercedes AMG just pump the brakes calm down also, yes, pump the pump brakes. Pump your Bendix brakes. Pump your Bend. Very good. <laughs> Bend bottle be very happy. Good on you. <laughs> we know the engine Which is TA2 is as huge. close to a supercar as you're probably going to get yeah. without so it being a supercar. They chucked it in. It's on Hoosier tyres. It's got it's paddle shift. It's got. Wasn't even know. running full revs, I believe. No, it wasn't running full revs. Got a TA2 exhaust system. So it's just getting started. Now, to let's, have a look let's, at. let's not. Pump the brakes. Yeah, let's not. Um, forget of the fact that they used to have a car called the Sandman. Correct. And it was right, yeah. paddle shift. And it was a basically a a car that they used to use as a, a marquee car, as a promotional car, as yeah. a ride car. Mm. Give me a break. That car was <laughs> used test car. to test so <laughs> much stuff, it was ridiculous. Yes. So it got sold, but... Mm. That's the whole reason why they built that car is to test of all of their stuff for their supercar, which you couldn't test mm. on a supercar because you're limited to test days. Because mm. that had a mm. V6 turbo engine, didn't it? Not to start with Nimsy. No, no it had a uh, had a V8 engine. In fact, Dan Ricardo drove it around Sandown. Correct. That's right. Yeah. Uh, just to have a bit of a crack and a bit of fun. Uh, paddle shift on it. Paddle shift on it. But, you know, you, you put a put a surfboard on the roof and paint it up and it looks all a bit special. But yeah. the driveline running gear and shocks and all that kind of pickup points, all that kind of stuff was all very... You could easily test stuff in there and circumvent the testing thing, but but not cheating, not oh. cheating. They weren't cheating because it wasn't a supercar, so they could absolutely supercar, do yeah. it. But it was good to them, good good for them to do it, and it's caused all of our good stuff. friends and fans out there on Fast Ellie and Auto Action to lose their collective minds. Yeah, we we might put the we'll try and I know that Noon's put the video up on his page. We might share it on ours so you can have a look yourself. But uh, look, that wraps up the loose ends here on the driver's seat. A big thank you to Cameron Waters for jumping on board. This has been the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.